Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. The podcast where we geeks drink, lift things with our mind, and Mm. tell you these are not the droids you're looking for. These are not the droids you're looking for. Uh, Well, I'm Matt. I'm Adam. And welcome to this week's episode. But before we dive into the... The meat of the episode. We're going to talk about the, where to the find girth. us. The girth of the episode. <laughs> oh, We're going to tell you where to find us. We're on all social media platforms at Geek Drink Pod. That's Facebook, Instagram, X, uh, TikTok, Discord. Um, these are the geeks. You're these are the for. geeks you're looking for. Dot net. <laughs> Creepy and women. Com. <laughs> and. A host of other places. Creepyhotdeathamerianwomen.com. Yep. Um, all right. Looking for love with weird Russian accents. <laughs> <laughs> looking for love in all the right places. Hmm. All the hoth places. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting hoth in here. I don't know. So put on more clothes. <laughs> all right, folks. Get into your tauntaun. Oh, ooh, it's a little slimy and wet. <laughs> Speaking of wet, let's talk about our <laughs> drink of the week. Time to grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. Alright folks, this week we are drinking the Hazyish IPA uh, from Avery Brewing Company, so another local brew. Yep. Um, it is brewed with Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, malted wheat, flaked oats, hops, and yeast. Yes, as as is most beer. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it does have a little thing on the side. It says, inspired, expressive, abstract. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So let's give it a go. All right. Cheers. Cheers, brother. I actually really like that. I like that too. I'm not an IPA fan. It's not as hoppy and heavy as my IPA. Yeah. Tends to be. I mean, I I will tell. I'm fully honest with people. Like I used to love IPAs in my twenties. Um, now in your seventies. Now I'm in my thirteen hundreds. <laughs> but you kinda like have a problem with IPAs when it's like it just blows out your palate. But this is actually like no. kind of nice and refreshing. Not as heavy. Um it's a six point five percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so we'll have fun doing all these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I apologize for keeping me clear my throat. Uh, the child brought home a virus last week and Thanksgiving. It was fun. Yeah. Kids. Uh, kids. <laughs> They're dirty. I am convinced that COVID did not start in China. I am convinced that COVID started in a preschool. Probably. <laughs> Just parents bringing home their kids and they're like ow yep. yes 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 putting their fingers in your mouth I pulled and out and I said this when I was walking by the that's what you work. that that's kind of how you don't get kids is when you pull out <laughs> yeah well, well, you get so one. when I was walking through my office at work I walked by the break room and was talking about her and she was under the weather 
And I basically just said, I pulled out a booger that was half the size of her brain. Okay. Yeah, it was it was impressive. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, enough good, of that. Good thing I'm not squeamish. So I'm like, no, no, squeamish is something I'll tell you later. Okay. All right, folks. Well, now that we've had a few sips and have lubricated our brains, yes, and our mouth and other um, we have digestive not, orifices. We have not done that. <laughs> put down my esophagus and my stomach. Okay, I thought you were going a completely I said digestive different. Orifices. <laughs> I was just like digestive. Ooh. Adam is a key word. All right, folks. Well, it's time to talk about our topic of the week. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? All right, folks. Well, if you haven't guessed, we are talking Star Wars. Yes, we are not talking series or movie or book. We're talking a video game. Yes, a very good video game. All right, and what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, so it was uh, released in 2019. 19, God, I feel like it's older than that, and it's not. Yeah, it's it's not, but it's uh, from Electronic Arts. And Respawn Entertainment. Respawn. And I'll I'll get into them in a minute, but Respawn, you guys will know from... Titanfall. Well, those are my favorites, but people are also like, Apex Legends! If you're... Yeah, I haven't played it. A 14-year-old kid who likes Fortnite. I never Um, got into it, but Titanfall is great. Titanfall, Jedi, both this current one, Fallen Order, and the sequel, Survivor, which we're both working through at the moment. Yes. Um, But they're also working on three other Star Wars games. Yes. A first-person shooter, a strategy, and a Survivor follow-up. Yeah. Well, I'm like, they can't leave. (laughs) It's supposed to be a trilogy, is how they designed it. That's nice. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. So, uh, we'll just kind of get into, you know, the casting of this. You've got our protagonist, Cal Cestis. Um, Cal Kestis. Kestis. Yep. Played by Cameron uh, Monahan. Monahan? Monahan, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Monahan. Um, so, for those of you who watch Gotham... you got to get your, like, kind of Gaelic, Scottish, Irish pronunciation. I'm Mexican, Adam. <laughs> Monahan. <Anyway>. <laughs> He is um, best known for playing Gotham in their origin version of the Joker. Yes, because I I haven't watched Gotham. Neither have I. Okay. I hear great things, though. I um, have to, and I will have to catch it on some, some point soon. Yeah. Um, other things you've seen him in was uh, Vampire Academy, The Santa Claus 3. Um, <laughs> there was a third Santa Claus movie? There's a whole TV series now on... <laughs> oh, on God. Disney Plus, and, and it's they, got like, Gabriel Glacius in it. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he was an Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. Um, as well as the one show that everybody in the world has been in, Law & Order. Yep. You can't find an actor working today that hasn't been in Law & Order. Which is actually, so here's an interesting thing about what he's doing soon. Hmm. He's going to be the next Tron movie. Yeah. It's like, so, I guess we gotta, well, I'm getting off topic, but I'm curious, is like, this next Tron movie, is is it a different director? Because I loved uh, Tron Legacy. I thought that was a great movie. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we'll look this up, ladies and gentlemen, and people uh, around the world. 
because um, we really liked. Oh, so at least Joseph I Kaczynski didn't. Yeah, didn't he do? Yeah, he did Tron Legacy. And is he doing this next one? No. Oh, sad day. Well, I guess when when you do Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> you're kind of like, yeah, I kind of. <laughs> I'm moving on <laughs> to bigger and better things. Yes. Apparently they have a Tron roller coaster. I hear it's supposed Disney... to be phenomenal. Yeah, I want to like. I guess I have family that lives in Florida. I should go visit them sometime. <laughs> Garth Davis will be the director. Garth Davis sounds familiar, but I don't. Um, his three films I haven't seen are Lion, the Mary Magdalene film, and then Foe. I think I saw Foe. I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, Daft Punk will come back and compose it. Will they? I thought they broke up. Um, I mean, they've been around for like They said they would. Years. I don't know. They may come back and do it. Uh, uh, they also got Evan Peters to join the cast. Oh, I like him. And Jared Leto. Yeah. But moving back on to Star Wars. <laughs> Sorry, we got off topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've also got uh, Deborah Wilson from Mad TV fame playing Seer yes. Junda. Mm-hmm. Um, another Jedi, as well as um, Force Whitaker's back playing Sagrera. He's been Sagrera in every iteration except for the Clone Wars. Yeah, I think they had someone else do this, but the one no, it was it was Force Whitaker again. It was yeah, okay. But the one thing I like about what Respawn did is these weren't um, like. Digitally created characters. They they were all mocap. Yeah, like, the only digitally creation was um, Grease, Grease, and Jero Tapal, the uh, yeah. Jedi Master yeah. in the flashbacks. But it's like they, it's like these are these actors, yes, playing these characters, and a really great um, game director. Um, I forget his name, but he directed. He did like the. Like some of the God Stig of War. Stig Am- Asmussen. Yeah, so he, I think he did like God of War 3. He did God of War... He was an artist on God of War 1, 2, and Change of Olympus. Mm-hmm. Director on 3. Yes. So he... And you kind of can see some similarities like to the God of War franchise and this. Yes. Um, though I will say uh, Jedi Fallen Order definitely is more like action platforming. But has that, uh, if you get my meaning, the Souls yes. games-like aspect to it, where it's sort of a little more uh, like hard combat, where you have to parry at the right time. And yeah, very, that's very Assassin's Creed-esque in some aspects. Sort of, yeah. Um, and it's, it's true. Like, the, I think it, you could say, like, Assassin's Creed and, like, Demon Souls, Dark yeah, Souls, Bloodborne, like, and all that. Had a baby. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Fell yeah, out. I've read a lot of reviews, and I, well, I've never played the Demon Souls games. A lot of people reference the combat style to match it. I, I will fully admit, I have, I think, uh, Dark Souls 2, or one, one of them. I've tried to play it. It's really hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think, uh, Matt, you've said... Previously, I believe, like, what what do you normally play your games on? So, I normally play them on easy to average. Like, yeah. Uh, and so, I'm like, a Dark Souls game, you, oh God, you have no, no choice. No. <laughs> You're just, it's going to be... And I will freely first. admit, there is a fight in Survivor where I had to turn it down to, like, 
basic mode mm-hmm. to, to even beat it because I played it eight times so I was like okay oh, yeah. either I'm well, going to lower this and beat it or I'm going to get frustrated and stop the game oh uh, that so I'm I'm a glutton for punishment I guess because I always try to do things on like normal yeah like, whatever they they suggest and I've had a few fights like that already in the newest game and I'm and I just am like you know what I'm gonna take a break <laughs> for a day. I'll come back to it. And for some reason, I do better then. But it's... Things can get pretty complicated in oh, this yeah. game. And I, I appreciate games that give you a challenge. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's challenging. And one thing I like about this game is... You kind of rediscover some of his force powers. Well, um, that that's a huge thing that I, I wanted to but, get into, actually. Well, is like, and, Well, do you enjoy him learning it and having flashbacks to the Clone Wars? Yes, but I enjoy that you're kind of... He starts off as pretty much like a, a blank slate for you. Yes. Um, and it's like, okay, you're playing this character, and really all you can do is kind of jump, climb, run around... <laughs> Yeah. Well, even before you get your like, yeah. pull out your lightsaber, because um, it's like so. The whole story is like this is uh, Count yeah. Kestis. Is, You're on Bracca as a scrapper, getting rid yeah. of the old Republic. He fleet. was a young Padawan when Clone Wars hit and Order sixty six happened, and he's just been in hiding this entire time, and he's just <clears> a scrapper now, just doing his thing. Yep, um, and then has to kind of reconnect with the Force um, to save a friend, ends up (coughs) getting his friend killed, and just jumps in and is like, I'm going to try and become a Jedi again. So it's a great, like, start for the story, because you you start off as just, you can do basic things, and you learn more, and you gain more abilities as you go throughout the story. So, I I really like that where it's like you kind of find him reconnecting with the force yes. and um, facing his like own inner demons in a way to find a better uh, like to become a Jedi, yeah, finally, like a knight. Um, but yeah, it's it was a it's a great starting point because yeah you you start off with your basic skills you learn more and it helps progress the story um, and then I'm sure you can go back and try and find a lot of hidden things like the loot the yeah different the cosmetic stuff different cosmetic stuff different lightsaber hilts and pieces stuff, yeah yeah. Um, which is fun because you don't, you know, it's not like, hey, if you spend an extra eight dollars on our store, yeah. we'll give you five lightsaber pieces and different colors. Yeah. So I, I was gonna, I have a, a note down here. Um, what console did you play this on? Was it PlayStation last? Four? PlayStation Four. Yeah. Okay. So I had I originally started this game on uh, an Xbox. One. One, like, but a launch edition yeah. of that. It ran like a pig. It was terrible. Like, loading screens would take, like, ten minutes. And it was awful because it's like, of course, you're getting killed constantly. Yes. And it's like, oh, you can respawn. And you're like, great. And it's like, okay, I'll go 
flip the laundry. I'll go, <laughs> like, do whatever. But um, I know now um, they have versions of them that work, that are optimized for PlayStation 5 and mm-hmm. uh, Xbox Series S and X. So, if you have not played this, gamers, geeks, try to play it on a current-gen console um, or a more recent version yes. of the last gen, like the PlayStation Pro or whatever Xbox had out. Like that was the Pro version. Um, it just runs better. Um, but if you have like a current-gen console, definitely... like. Pick it up on that because it plays so much better, looks nicer, everything is great. But yeah, I remember trying to play it on my launch edition of the Xbox One and it just ran terribly. And that's not a fault of, I think, the developers because it's like this came out, what, they had 2019, so just a few years before these new consoles were coming yep. out so it was a year before because yeah. or maybe two but yeah. yeah so but uh yeah that that's a recommendation free wreck of the week if you get it <laughs> but uh yeah um but yeah pretty much like you have these mild um rpg elements to it where you can upgrade certain skills like like skill trees like get better health like more yeah, health better forces survival skills, Jedi lightsaber skills. Exactly. And and, um, that's all really well and good. And then throughout the story, you develop like certain abilities, like the ability to like wall run. You get the ability to have a double hilted lightsaber. And then right at the end, you get the ability to split your lightsaber. And that, and I will say that power was overpowered because though it used like some force like your yeah. force meter you could like I don't think any enemy could block you hmm. so you could in theory if you like put so much into your like force powers yeah. you could just spam people with it but luckily they only included it towards the end yes and in the new game it's not overpowered it's very bad it's very yeah. Balanced. Um, I, I use it as my primary. Um, okay, so I guess that I, I right now I have uh, single. Yep. Because it's that I think is the most balanced. It's great for. So oh, yeah, it's the most balanced in terms of offense versus defense. <clears throat> yeah. So let's like before I, we talk about that. So it's pretty much it's like you get your single blade lightsaber, and that's like your balanced thing. Great on one and one combat. Um, then you get a double-bladed lightsaber, like yep. Darth Maul, and you um, that's great for crowd control. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's a purely <laughs> offensive weapon. Yeah. You're, if you went double-bladed, like, just on, like, one of the bosses, it's going to be a problem. But yeah. if you jump into a room full of, like, stormtroopers, stormtroopers yep. it's great for ca- crowd control. And then the split blade was just a cool extra... Yeah, thing that they did, and then in the new game, we'll probably have an episode about that yes. one when we finish it. <laughs> um, but uh, they have different like ones, five different stances now. They yeah. all like have their benefits, but but those were kind of the big like two and a half 
for yeah. this game. It was like single, double, <coughs> and split. Um, so, one of the things I really liked about this game, Adam, we'll dive into a little bit here, is the planets. You know, you get a pretty good video game realization of Kash- Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. Um, which you kind of had a little bit in, uh, what was that game? Jedi, not Jedi, Star Wars, uh, Force yeah. Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it was kind of the same that you got from, like, the original, like, Battlefront yeah. ones that they had. Like, not the EA ones. Um, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but, like, the ones that, like, Pandemic did and all that. Yeah. So, and then you've got... Um, which I really liked was uh, Elam, the Chiron planet. Yeah. yeah. Which is fun because you can see it starting to be excavated for Kyber crystals and also slowly becoming what's going to become uh, Starkiller Base. Yes. Um, so good tie-ins there. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, though, I did not like, mm. and it's gotten better in the second game than the first game, was how much you were like, I'm going to go to this planet. And get this glue, and go back to this planet, and get the X glue, and come back to this planet, and back and forth. Yeah. The second game has gotten better with that, I feel. Yeah, the... Like, and I mean, again, not to try and get into the second game, because I'm yeah. only partway through it, but it's like, they had, like, in the second game, it was like, rumors Yes, is your thing, where it's like, oh, that gives you incentive to go back. The incentive to go back, and also, like, you kind of lock a lot of the map initially and just kind of bum around mm-hmm. and as you get more powers you can get to other areas versus yes. this one felt like very linear like you land here and you can only go on this path there's Correct. no exploring other yeah. directions except for Bagano. exactly so and I liked the fact um, I kind of like the fact where it's like the Mantis which is the ship you fly on was always kind of your central hub yeah you had a meditation point a workbench you had a garden that you yep. could do if you wanted to, but the workbench is fun because it's like it allows you to customize. Yeah, change color, change your lightsaber. Yeah, I don't know if if in the new one, like I haven't experienced. Like I know in um, Fallen Order, you could actually customize the Mantis. So far, I, I have not seen that. I have not seen it in the new one. But the one thing I will say is awesome about both these games. Your customizations carry over to cutscenes. Oh, yeah. So it's like, if you make Cal Kestis have, like... A mullet. A mullet or a green poncho or whatever, it carries over into the cutscene. Probably why some of these cutscenes took forever to load on on (laughs) previous generation consoles. But it was was a nice little touch. And, like, even, like, customizing BB-8... It's like, oh, BB-8 would look a certain way. Yeah. And in the cutscene, he would look the same. So My BB-8 is currently purple. Yeah, mine is, uh, like, almost, like, really dark, like, gunmetal gray. But then he has, like, green accents. Uh, and looks Purple and awesome. white and orange accents. And my lightsaber is pretty much white. Okay. I mean, my, yeah. my lightsaber is... Imperial white, to be exact. Oh, there you go. Mine, mine's green and green because I like green. <laughs> well, I don't have a green blade. I have an indigo blade, but I, you know. But I have a green blade, and then I have like the chic paint. I do like in both games when you choose the color of blade, as you got those options. Mm-hmm. The sound of the blade was different. Yes, 
that that was really cool um, because I think you could even like do orange, yellow, red. You could do the whole spectrum. The whole spectrum, and yeah, things were always a little different. Um, but uh, yeah, just a well thought up story. Um, speaking of uh, BD One, do you think he's the best droid? No. No. Do I want to pull a mat and just be like, you're wrong? You can say it wrong, and I'm not going to say it's BB-8 or no, R2-D2 or C-3PO. I've got a way better droid. Okay. Chopper. Okay, well, I just think BB-8, or BD-1, I mean, he's your buddy. Probably why they call him BD is because he's your buddy. <laughs> and he, he rides on your shoulder, he does all these great things, and you can unlock, like, different skills like what he can hack or slice or get more stim stuff so it's like you're not only unlocking stuff for your character but for him as well yeah or it i mean whatever folks but i think he's like adorable he's he's a good droid he's top three okay so you say chopper chopper's number one what's number two r2 okay you've got to go classic r2 is always going to be up there um and then you and three say, would be BD. Yeah. Okay, like I liked uh, BB-8, like in the new it, films. It's higher than C-3PO for me. Yeah. Well, C-3PO had a lot of personality just because he was like so prissy and yes. like all that. But I think C-3PO and R2D2 were kind of like a perfect match. They are. I still like R2. Um, I would say it's hard to. Top four BBA actually would break lower. Uh, K2SO from Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. And they also have like other droids um, that are like, I, I, it's like, I forget what the designation is. Imperial security droids. Yeah. Um, and I <laughs> came in to like backhand you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a and reference they're a to. They have to kill. A reference to Rogue One. It's like, and there's a fresh one. For you, yeah. You mouth off again. So, let me ask you this, Adam, before right. we we go to hot takes a little later on. Favorite character besides Cal? Ooh, I liked Marin. Okay. Marin was great. I mean, Seer just kind of had that sort of, like... The same problem, I think, that was uh, that you have kind of almost with like Qui Gon Jinn, where it's like you just you're just stoic. Yeah. Um, but I did like her kind of backstory, where her like apprentice w- became one of the sis- the whatever. Yeah. The, um, not the it's inquisitors. Inquisitors, yes. Um, but, but she uh, turned her in because she was tortured and couldn't handle being tortured correct. anymore, and she and, cut herself off from the force. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so it was kind of like, it was, like, you get a lot from that, but I thought Marin was, like, more fascinating. And especially, like, I think this was probably my introduction to the Night Sisters um, and their sort of, um, their order. Yes. Like, and so, um, because I haven't watched, like, the Clone Wars and all that, I didn't know as much about them, but I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a kind of, like, cool, like, Pseudo force magic, magic wielders, yep. wielders, and it's very interesting. Yes. So I'd say Marin. Uh, what about you, Matt? Grease. 
Grease was hilarious. It, like, very well-developed character. Oh, yeah. Very kind of, like, Han Solo-esque, but with a little bit more sleaze and a little bit more... Well, but more, like, neurotic. Yeah. He... Because he was, like, always wanting everything to be super clean. Yes. Um... Always had a bad feeling about <laughs> wherever Everything. they were going. Well, and then it's interesting. So if you ever read any of the back files in Survivor, as you get stuff, you know, you get more information. Mm-hmm. The the Mantis is supposed to be a luxury yacht. Yes. So kind of fun that it's not this, you know, Millennium Freight Fighter kind of freight looking yep. ship. It's definitely a different kind of feel to the universe in terms of functionality. Yeah. Like you have a... A garden that yeah. you can plant it's things in. It's very clean. It's very clean. You have a kitchen. All this. I'm, just, I'm assuming the Millennium Falcon had a kitchen, but you never see it. But you get kind of Did like... Did Han really ever cook? Probably not. Yeah. Be like, Leah, bring me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he would say. But, no, I really enjoyed... Uh, like, Grease is a fun character. Like, yeah, he's a great pilot, but... Is always kind of be with four arms. Yeah, <laughs> but he's always kind of a little stressed out. There's and, a like, scene worried in Survivor, and it doesn't give away anything. But he comes out of the ship with one gun for each hand. Oh, there you go. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, it's like even if you look at the his like pilot seat, he has like four levers. Yeah. <laughs> for and, and so, I like how his seat's got like a is automatically like a booster built in for him. Yeah, it kind of raises up, but yeah, yeah. No, Grease is Grease is a great character. Um, yeah, I liked Marin BD One. Obviously, he he, he my buddy. Um, and uh, folks out there, I finally got my Lego set of BD One. There you go. <laughs> it was missing five important pieces. But Lego's customer service is really nice, and they sent me stuff, so I should have I should be able to complete him within the next few days or so. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, I I got that for my birthday, and and I got Jedi Survivor for my birthday. There you go. <laughs> so, all right, Adam, let's go ahead and dive into some hot takes about this game. Okay. What are they going to say this week? So I'll start off my hot yeah, take. Go for it. I did not like the look of the Stinger Mantis, like the, the overall design of the ship. Okay. My big issue is the giant fin. Yes, that pivots. Pivots and. All that. and I guess like a lot. It looks of... like it could have been part of a, a B wing initially mm-hmm. when you see it, but the fact that it doesn't rotate with the ship and do stuff, it just is in one or two can, positions. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, it, I just kind of kinda... expected it to be a little bit more. And and this goes back to this, the previous discussion about the ship and its feel being a little bit cleaner and more of a luxury. I get it. But from everything you see in Star Wars and everything having a functionality where you like the B-Wing and the cockpit stays and the ship rotates around it. Um, the Millennium Falcons get that very used, well-worn 
feel. Carillion. Yeah, yeah, and this is, granted, a hub. This is your base. I just wish it, the ship had a little bit more to it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's acceptable. I mean, though I will say a wing in space is useless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it only would apply. Aerodynamics in space <laughs> yes. is useless. All right. Well, I guess my hot take was, or like, it's a hot question, I guess. How much of the gardening and the, like, extra crap did you do in the game? Because I... I, I did some of it. Like, I tried it, but then I was just like, okay, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't give me any benefits besides a trophy at the end. Yeah. It's it doesn't like, give me any health or... Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if you're, like, one of the... Uh, like, for Xbox, <coughs> it's achievements and, like, you're kind of... Yeah, you know, like trophies. Uh, and, and then PlayStation, yeah. it's trophies. Um... But it's like some people are like obsessed with like completing that, and I'm like, yeah, I love getting achievements and trophies, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to do like. There's very few games that I've would say like I've hundred percented or got like all the achievements or all the trophies for. Um, I just am not. I don't know. Not interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know. Like, that was just my, my thing. Is just like, yeah, you have a lot of little Nuggets. side yeah. things that you can do. And it's great that you put it in there. But it's kind of pointless. I guess my other hot take is Respawn Entertainment is a great game developer. But for God's sakes, please make Titanfall 3... I don't know if you've played Titanfall at all. Have you? Yes. Okay. Probably one of the best first-person shooters, like, even, like, story or multiplayer. Like, it, Respawn started from, um, I think, two of the guys that were originally on the Modern Warfare, like, long, long Modern Warfare ago <laughs> um, team. They left Activision, started yeah. Respawn. And or left Infinity Word, sorry, and started Respawn. And they took everything that made the Call of Duties that were that was great and improved upon it. Nowadays we have a Call of Duty landscape that's looking awful. <laughs> like the new game yeah. is getting panned by critics, panned by fans. I was just am like, look. Respawn, if you made Titanfall 3, it would probably be the best first-person shooter out there. Like, whether it be multiplayer or single-player, it'd just be the best. And I kind of almost would, like, I know you mentioned that uh, they're working on a first-person shooter. I would almost rather them take over uh, the Battlefront landscape rather than... um, Dice, it's Dice, right? That's been doing it. Dice. Mm-hmm. Though I like Dice, like they had some great games, but they just haven't been like the new Battlefield and the Battlefronts haven't really been connecting with me. But I'm like, if Respawn did one, <laughs> it'd be great. Um, so I guess that that's my little bonus un, bonus nugget <laughs> in there. <laughs> Could have a segment called bonus nuggets. <laughs> 
or we'll on, talk about on, that, but that's not a bad one. Onion rings in your fry box. I like the soggy fry in your fry box. You get all the crispies, you get the one soggy, like McDonald's, you know. I prefer my fries to be crispy. <laughs> but I know some people yeah. are like, oh yeah, I get like I go to Burger King, you get a box of fries and there's a onion ring in it and you're like, oh, that's my bonus onion ring. Or if you get a fry, bonus fry in your onion ring box. Uh, sure. I'm saying, I mean, I like the <laughs> or an extra nugget. Wrong. Like, extra nugget, maybe, we'll say. We're going to have to do a whole episode on food one time. Oh, that would be But good. I will tell you, since we're talking about nuggets, the weirdest quirk I have about nuggets, and my wife always looks at me like I'm crazy, the rare times we'll eat fast food and get um, McDonald's, like chicken nuggets, <laughs> at least one nugget I eat the skin off entirely and have a naked nugget for later for scraping the dippings. Upsides. Okay, um, <laughs> Matt, I never want to hear the term naked nugget, naked <laughs> nugget again. But oh. I'm totally gonna tell my girlfriend all about this. Oh yeah, it's gonna become a huge thing. So. Naked nuggets. That's okay. <laughs> but it's just gonna be like, oh my god, look at you, you naked nugget. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a Halloween costume now. <laughs> The slutty nugget. Oh, God. <laughs> All <laughs> right. That, that's your bonus nugget, friends. <laughs> yeah, my bonus nugget's a naked nugget. Oh, God. <laughs> it just sounds so weird in yeah. my ear holes. Oh, well, as long as it's not in your ear hole, Nick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, <laughs> we that does it for some hot takes. We yeah. went from me not liking the ship to me eating the skin off chicken nuggets first. Yeah, we, we've gone off the rails a bit. So, um... Matt, I guess it's that time. Yeah, it's time for about some, our wrecks. Our geek wreck of the week. It's time for the geek wreck of the week. What are the geeks going to recommend? Adam, what are you what are you recommending this Ooh, week? I got three for you. So overachiever. I know. Well, it's gonna be quick. That's what she, <laughs> said. she said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what's coming. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> but. Um, for me, uh, as a f- as a person that uh, studied like stage combat, sword fighting, and dueling, and all this stuff, uh, I wanted to recommend like because we're talking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, people, if you're interested in getting a lightsaber from a company, now the ones they sell at like Disney, though look very nice, are a little like thicker not really great for dueling and very expensive so i have uh three recommendations so first off it's a company called saber masters saber masters will sell you like a fantastic entry-level lightsaber you can customize the color of the blade um i think i got in on a uh a promotion where they had like a buy one get one free and they even sold you an attachment that could like go to the pommel so you could like put the two together to have like a double bladed one their customer service is great yes it doesn't have the like custom customizable like look to it but it is they're a great entry level one if you're looking for something that uh you want to have uh like look like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, Obi Wan's, or um, 
have a cross guard. Uh, Rebel Sabers is a great one okay. to get into. Now, the downside to kind of both those ones is the custom ability of like the blades and the sound, like the colors mm-hmm. and the sounds are very difficult to do because you have to like press and hold a button for like two seconds and then double click and then it'll change it like it it's hard to do but the next one that i am wanting to invest in is a company called electrum sabers um these ones yeah they're much more expensive but they have a app enabled feature so you can Hmm. you change things via the app so you're not trying to figure out like how to how much do I need to hold this down to get a blue light or a red or like anything like that but all these all these lightsabers perform very high like in terms of like comparison to um the actual like Disney ones that they have released um I really would love one that has kind of more of like the Count Dooku kind of curved mm-hmm. like hilt um, cause I think that would be really fun to do some, yeah. like dueling and combat with. So, um, yeah, those are, those are my three. Matt. All right. What do you got? So my wreck of the week is going to be, um, season six of the crown. Oh, so I highly recommend it. It's loosely fact, fictitious or loosely factual based on the royal family. Like, a, um, almost like a, oh, what are they call it? Oh my God. Uh, it's like any historical work. There's some like a historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. there's some accuracies. Obviously, we don't know what was said behind closed doors. True personal feelings, unless it's been revealed in the book. But I highly recommend it. Um, mm-hmm. Season six is the last season, um, and it's been fun because each every two seasons the cast changes to reflect the to change with the age of the of the family. So the era, the like, era. Yeah. yeah, the first two seasons is. Queen Elizabeth, from when she becomes queen, to roughly the 60s. And the next one, 60s to 80s. Now, it's 90s to her death. And the only issue I have with this current queen, a person playing the queen, is she played Umbridge in Harry Potter. Okay. And because now you... Because of the way she played Umbridge, like, I hate this woman. But did she play Umbridge so well that you hate her? She's... Oh, yeah. She's like your Joffrey. Yes. Right? Yes. (laughs) Like, that poor guy had to quit acting because everyone hates yeah. him. and Melda Stanton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's because she did such a great job as Umbridge. I hate her as the queen. Yeah. Because you're supposed to like the queen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, eh. I don't know. We're Americans. <laughs> True, but, you know. We're the, the rebellious colonists. Yeah. <laughs> rebelled against the British Empire. True that. I really didn't do it. That was a long time ago. <laughs> but okay. No, well, that sounds great. I'll have to check it out. I think yeah. my 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 lady would really like it. I think so. Um it's kind of up her alley. I think it will be. And I think like it's great if we we have broad like geek spectrum. Geek spectrum of recommend this for everyone. Including your lady friends or guy friends or person friends. Any any friend you got. Yeah, you can go nuts. (laughs) 
All right, folks. Well, that wraps up another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Remember to like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that great stuff. Add Geek Drink Pod on social media platforms. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think of this week's episode and past week's episode because it helps the algorithm. Yes. It helps us get into the ear holes. Yes. I right. thought it smelled better on yeah. the inside or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but remember, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, yep. X, Discord. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you a question, yeah. I guess, while we have people here. Um, I know uh, I want to do more TikTok stuff for the channel. Yeah. Um, if this is something you guys are interested in, I can do like quick, like quick reviews of like a show or a quick Quick little like tidbits as we walk out. Yeah, like a minute with Adam or a minute with Matt, (laughs) or a minute with the both of us, and so just let us know. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna try and get more uh, more content out there. Yes. Well, thank you guys for listening. Everybody have a great Geek Week. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. been another episode of the have a drink with some geeks podcast all content copyright geek drink pod 2023